man. Don't call me that. The man? I am not the man. The- are you like, dude, you're like totally hippie though. Where are your fucking shoes? Shut up. Shoeless. Well, what do you want me to put my, my fake Crocs on? Your Crocs? My than- Crocs? <laughs> my Bozo shoes? The chick magnets that are your fake Crocs. <laughs> I'm going to make chicks get on their knees and like put them in a collar and hold their hair down and make them lick my Crocs That's- in an act of submission. Cruel and unusual. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to really show if they uh, are inspired by my dominance. Look here, the man. Shut up! <laughs> Don't call me the man. I am not the man. The croc. I am a man. I am the elephant man. I am not an animal. I am not an animal. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. We're done. Thank you very much. That is our show. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of absolutely no one. Oh, like Unger and Mark are no one? They're working. There's no audience here. <laughs> We've been abandoned. What? Where's Mark? She's Mark's, lying in she bed. Abandoned. She abandoned. No, she's not even in here. <laughs> she's gone. Not even in here. She doesn't even know she what started. only took her 63 episodes to abandon us. She's like, and... Out. And out. I'm Kathy, that's Abyss, and you're the man. I am Boogie! <laughs> My name is Boogie, goddammit! Oh, you mean you're not Abyss this week? No, yeah. I am not Abyss this week. My breasts are uh, not as not as perky and Not round. as supple? Not as supple. <laughs> as they were last week. Supple. Oh my God, what a week. What, yes. what a week in a, an amazing week. I'm manic, so anything that comes out of me, I'm just trigger warning, whatever, offense warning. I've gotten your phone this calls, is, man. This is, I'm like, <laughs> this who is, is this? <laughs> I finally got the word to describe it, because I forgot after, it's been since I got sober four years ago, I haven't really had, cool. you know, serious seasons of of uh, manic episodes in this last month. It's just been pile on top of pile on top of, and I'm just getting faster and more aggravated and more angry, and people are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, eh, and all of a sudden I, the word manic hit yesterday and I'm like, oh! oh, oh, oh that. <laughs> that! This is a manic episode, so fuck everybody! I totally get that, because I used to be majorly depressed all my life, to the point of being suicidal. It was bad. Sure. And for years I had stopped it somehow, and Years later, I was like, oh, what's that feeling? Why don't I feel good? Oh, that's... Oh. I forgot what depression felt like. It comes back. Yeah. The good news is, is you know, now, you, you know, with you know all the, the work I've done, I have contrary action that I can do, and I went to a meeting, and, you know, and I'm doing things, and being positive, started working out again, and whatever, but fuck... Fuck, dude, my brain is just a thousand miles an hour, 24 hours a day. I just... <laughs> I just have a cold. <laughs> Abyss is cold. What's no, I, wrong with you? Do you? Are you like making snot demons or something? Yeah, some of that shit I hacked up, I pretty sure had a pulse. <laughs> I heard some of it in the yeah, kitchen. That <laughs> 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 she's even here is a testament to how much how important she thinks the show is. Mark, Mark is returned. Mark walked in with the prodigal. Tea. Oh, and she brings tea. You're Look so at that. Sweet. And we thought you abandoned Thank us. You. 
And you were getting tea now, and then Can she's, I she's gone again. Can I spill this on you, Boogie? Yeah, as right long as it's crotch. scalding. Right in the crotch. That's it's nice that, and scalding. <laughs> that's, that's what we need. Well, so, isn't yeah. this Valentine's tea? It this is. is Valentine's that is Valentine's tea, tea uh, from, from we China. We drink yes. during the show. Unger! What? <laughs> oh, pillar of excitement that you are, the Ung. What? You went on a trip? We haven't talked to you about your trips. Yes, you weren't here last time. Shame, you're getting a demerit. What? No, we not. needed you here. Where were you? Uh, uh, well, I was driving home <laughs> from. That's great. Where <laughs> were you that you were driving home from? A little more. A little more. Thank you for the end of the story. Now we. Now it's a talk show. We want to bring back and just a little bit okay. of a you know okay, okay, little okay, background. Okay. All right. So um, MJ and I took the vacation <laughs> and went to San Diego for an event called GRU, which stands for Great Answers Rotastic. Unconference extravaganza. Wow. Unconference? Unconference. Unconference. And that's kind of the whole point. Um, wow. In that the basic rules are whoever, whatever, whenever. It's over when it's over and the law of mobility. So whoever wants to give a, a talk or a, a, a thing can. It's similar to the kind of similar to the TED Talks, the perverted podcast mm-hmm. TED Talks. Right. Always been doing it for a while. Right. Um, nice plug. Where you can show up and all of a sudden you can go. I think I want to talk about this. And they'll put it up on the board and find a time slot for it, and you can go. And then if it's you, just people just show up, and yeah, they're like, all right, well, let's see what this is. There's a bunch of different rooms and d- different things going on, some hard skills, some soft skills. Um, some soft skills that become hard skills? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. We, so we, we put four people in a balloon. What? Nice. Oh. That was pretty awesome. Nice. I gave a talk on clowns. Was, what a thing. Was, was MJ one of those people in the balloon? Huh? Was MJ one of the people? No, she oh. was helping put people in the balloon. She <laughs> popped the balloon afterwards no. and then peed on all four people in protest. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. There was a uh, there was a class on what they were calling resistance play that ended up being um, grappling matches. Um, ah. There were some talks on you know the importance of aftercare um, and some interesting things like having glucose tablets. Oh, in case it drops. Sure, sure, sure. Which in case hypoglycemia, you know, DM stuff might work. Fit in there also. Sure. Um, That's pretty cool. I've often heard of Gru. I never knew what it was. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. And the the a big part. I mean, um, Devil's Mass Society was there doing rope stuff all day as well. But sure. there was all kinds of other stuff. There was a, a princess meet and greet. For anyone who identified as a princess. Uh, I'm seeing all these looks from Abyss. That sounds like your kind of event, Abyss. Because I rope? scream a motherfucking there princess. There were rope right and here. princess, people, Abyss. That was sarcasm. There Sorry. were people nude sunbathing because they didn't feel like being a part of anything at that particular moment. Just being naked. So yeah. you had a good time? Yeah. 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 I like the chaos element. That's good. And then you drove home. A couple days later. See that's see now we have the end we of this. There was a big pic, there was there was a Grew Cakes, which was their pancake breakfast after the next day. Wait, nice. pancakes? There was a play party where people were kinda continuing Grew. Very good. Huh, that sounds like fun. Very neat. Yeah. Very so, good. So, so do they have like Grew.com or something? Grew.space. Oh. Wow. See. <laughs> Rebels. Does it do that when you go oh. to the site? So no. Question. What? What what's this consent violation, Kathy? Hey, look, a little applause nah. for Unger's <laughs> trip to Korea. Yeah. I have no idea what this was about. But, but, yes, um, you do. Just what? one quick note. Uh, he does this around the country oh. in places that don't always have large scenes. He's got one coming up in like Indianapolis and stuff. So look around. You might find one near you wow. for all the people who don't have stuff going on. Very fun. Neat. All right. The man violated <laughs> my consent. <laughs> 
I'm pointing at Boogie. I don't even know. I knew what this was about when That's it so happened. Yes. And now I said I'm putting it on there. It's been I'm, like six, seven days. And I, I get just, one of Boogie's manic phone calls. Oh, no. no. <laughs> and we're talking about stuff. And I hear... It sounds really <laughs> hollow where he's coming from, like cavernous. Oh, like the, no. Was yeah. he in his And office? I said, hey, are you in the bathroom? <laughs> and the man has the nerve to say, yep. yeah, I'm clean. I, and I said, are you cleaning toilets again? Because he's the janitor here. Mm-hmm. At the <laughs> nope. And he goes, no. I said, are you sitting on the toilet? <laughs> Maybe. What? This is where I think. I'm all, are you taking a crap? <laughs> I am a multitasker. We we used to refer to it as his office. It's yeah, it, that's great. I'm but talking he's to you. I'm sitting there. a dump there. while he's talking to me. I wasn't like squeezing him or anything. Eventually, do, you were I, gonna. I hold the phone away. No, I'd already. You know, you you were talking to me already. I just uh-huh. hold the phone away and I go. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. I violated his consent earlier. She did. I'm sitting in there. That's different. That's a bit. I'm sitting in there, and she's all of a sudden, I just hear, and I know, I hear footsteps, and I'm all, she's going to fuck with me while I'm in my private time. (laughs) And I just hear shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. What are you doing in there? (laughs) Devil woman, get away from me. I'm having my private time. What are you doing in there? Are you pooping? Jesus. (laughs) I will spray you with maticide. What? Do you need help? Are you pooping? <laughs> Jesus Good for you, Christ. You making a moo-poo? Jesus. Uh-huh. Now you know what it feels like. Whatever. <laughs> Violate my consent. Are we going to talk about the midweek party, which is on Wednesday? Day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, which so, would be the next day for tomorrow. Whatever. So it would be the 17th if you are in this, the this Los Angeles area. Please, c- come on down to Threshold. Yes, we have perverted podcast hosts. The midweek party here at Threshold is from 8 to 12. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's a good. It's a good small party to come and do a yes, lot of play. Yes, and small parties really attract the people who really want to get in there, do their own stuff without a lot of noise. Very we're, few, very long time limits. <laughs> we are not going to be providing you with the hose and studs. It is not a big party, right? Because at regular parties, if we provide you, people. Oh, with if you do, I if heard you, hose. Like, as in, like, a garden hose? And I'm like, what? Oh, we can provide that. (laughs) That I will bring you out into the patio and hose you off. So it's pretty fun. Just another day on Fat Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Fat Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened. Or possibly perplexed. (laughs) I love that. Meow, 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 meow. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Wow, you sound so pretty and nice so, and peaceful. And yeah, serene. when you're all filled with snot, you have that kind of sultry broadcaster and voice. And there we go. <laughs> Fuck you, Boogie. <laughs> and it begins. And it begins. Today we shall be talking about Talking to Newbies by Tattoo Diva. Actually, I was thinking of you, Abyss. You're a Tattoo Diva. She's just about to drink her tea. All right. Tattoo Diva says My own introduction to Kink was near perfect. He built my trust in him, in myself, and in us one slow, painstaking step at a time, and never once did I feel like that was a burden or an effort. On the contrary, I felt valued and special. I didn't understand how lucky I was. In time, I joined FetLife in the scene and heard stories from other submissives who hadn't been quite so lucky as me, and I came to a full appreciation of what I had. I had a template of what good dominance was, and I gravitated towards people who showed those same qualities. 
So I take time to talk to newbies because I'm profoundly grateful for the time, patience, and care that was lavished on me when I was new and green. And I'd like in whatever small way to pay that forward. Because if I can develop half the patience, kindness, and insight of my first Dom, then I will be a very happy woman indeed. Hmm. Very good. Very oh, nice. p- paying it forward. Yes. Paying it forward. I, this was a, I, a new perspective, one that I'd never actually heard. It makes perfect sense. But I had never heard anyone say it quite like that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, uh, I would say, similar to me. Although I never thought about it. Because in last week we were talking about all the things that can go wrong even though you you don't intend it to and you abyss and boogie were both mentioning <laughs> <Or> fail <laughs> but these were you know like boogie said nothing happened with your thing right where you bound someone and walked away for 20 minutes no it was fine but right. as you said she could have died sure so and and all brought about by the same uh, mistake right right so i feel profoundly fortunate not to ever have had anything happen because believe me I have done some stupid fucking shit in my life and especially coming into the BDSM scene so I feel very lucky when I see people there is a part of me that does feel uh, I want to pay that forward also I want to make sure that they have an equally smooth time coming into the scene you want to lubricate them (laughs) Wow, you, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Sorry. You rock. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> well, I, I know you have nothing I know, to he's say. Like, he's like ready I, to have, go. I have opinions on this, but pretty much other than I love new people because I want to fuck them. That's what I um, yeah. It's pretty much what everyone expects from me. But of course, I mean, it's, it's exciting. I mean, let's just say, let's just go from pure predator. Let's just say that every new person that I am attracted to, I absolutely want to just violate whatever. As a rational predator, even if you are a rational predator, you have to see the benefit of somebody that is new, having positive first experiences, understanding, feeling comfortable, um... That even if it's, yes, I want to play with these people if I'm attracted to them or whatever, but even just as a rational predator, seeing the fact that when you are new, that if you have good experiences, you will stay and keep being here. So now then, everything that I'm about is not just being a predator because there's obviously a lot of people that I'm not attracted to or don't want to play with. Uh, There's a lot of men. there's There's a lot of people that I do spend a lot of time with. But for me, it's kind of on both. I just... Because I'm expected, everyone looks at me like a predator, so I'm just going to go from the predator point of view. Even dealing with new males, um, it's important that they understand the respect, the consent, and those types of things. Otherwise, they're going to make those innocent mistakes because, once again, all new doms or tops or whatever are not intentionally harming people, but they are harming people. So if we can get in and train those people to not be harmful, not assuming that all men are going to be tops. I was I, like, I where's where that going from? from? <laughs> I just thought about that now. I'm, I'm manic. Gonna... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I just went from the predator mode because everyone's going to expect that's from me anyway. But it, from a rational, logical point of view, it is beneficial to the entire community. Also, I'm going to call bullshit. What? Um, I've heard you plenty of times give the raw, raw lizard shit fucking shish boom at every carnal carnival to every volunteer that says, you know, we are here because eight years ago... 
this was my first event and it was made to make it made me feel welcome it was amazing it was the best day one of the best days of my life blah 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 and you say that you want to provide that for every person who walks in the door so it's not always from a predator I, I do boy. but I'm just saying no one no one who's listening to preferred podcast is going to believe that so no, I just but figure well, I'll just go we from see the, that right so yeah. you don't you may not represent what what would be considered the traditional appearance of someone who is concerned with new people you don't sit them down you say I'll, I'll be there for you whenever you want you don't have support <laughs> groups but right. you do orientation you are the chair the co-chairperson for orientation you do it you do outreach you do two orientations a month at least one outreach a month you're always talking about education here on the show you you spend how much time doing that how to host a munch how to how to host a party that is all because you have that because I because people loved me when I came in the door and people made me feel yes. feel like I was okay and you wanted to pass it on mm-hmm. yes but so. pretty much I just want to fuck everyone that I want to fuck well, okay then well there's, there's that, that. <laughs> yeah but I mean, I mean even still even when I started um, I had had previous experiences before coming here but I had really good experiences from Boogie and from like Fauna you and the you know, former Dom Scouts, stuff like that. These are all people who were doing outreach and wanted to make people comfortable and happy in their skins. And I can say nothing, you know, better than the fact that Tattoo Diva is taking this stance and really wants to just ensure everyone feels welcome and has a good experience. I think it's very admirable. Yes. Good for her. Good. Yes. Good one. And if you are new, once again, please try to find somebody who is experienced that does not have a sexual agenda with you. You can listen to everyone, but make sure that your basic support comes from someone who doesn't. Like if if you are a top... Learn from other tops, not exclusively. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like a bullshit. You no, are, you I do. Like I <laughs> say that to people all the time. I say find somebody because you're always there's always going to be that hint. Because I tell anyone, any new female that I'm attracted to, I tell them right to their face. I have a sexual. I did it on Saturday. Look, you can listen to me, but I have a sexual agenda with you immediately. Didn't even know this person. Their eyes were like really wide. I'm like, what do you think? This is a BDSM dungeon. I want to play. I'm attracted to you. So you can listen to things that I have to say, but you're also going to do good. Find other females that don't have a sexual agenda with you. Like if you're a submissive, learn from other submissives as well as everybody else. Make sure that that support group is there so you can know it's more genuine and there's not some game playing behind it to get in your pants like I have. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, the man. You're welcome, the <laughs> cunt. <laughs> Why you have a nickname? <laughs> yeah, a nickname. Will you guys call me that from now on? The uh, cunt. <laughs> Can it be what? like on a low, deep, the cunt? I would prefer it to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, dun, 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 dun. I'll work on it. Ooh, a soundtrack. Yeah. Intro music. All right. Thank you to Tattoo Diva. Let's thank you, Tattoo to Diva. One, which Good job. Go get him. Spanish Red once again comes to the rescue and makes a great post called, When Dominance Don't Say Red. She says, dominants need the power of red as much as subs do. They always have the freedom to walk away from a scene. A yes can turn into a no faster than it takes for you to drop a flogger. So intuition in a dominant is critical. A dominant's skills of observation need to be top notch, but they need to be directing some of them at their own limits. I'm no psychologist. I'm no BDSM expert. I'm just a sub who once saw a dominant lose his head and self-respect because he forgot to pay attention to his own right to consent. That's why I'm so grateful that my Dom is sharp enough to honor his edge as well as he does my own. Nice. Very good. 
What? And, oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. You're just in one of those motherfucking moods, huh? Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, Spanish word's hot and all, but yeah, no dominant needs to say red. Uh, no dominant ever needs to have a hard limit for themselves. We... <sighs> We are strong like lions. The views we of Boogie do not shut necessarily up, reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. Stupid <laughs> button. Should have never put it in. <laughs> I'm going on a rant. Uh-huh. Once upon right. a time, Boogie was being a bitch, and whatever where it came out. No. I've heard you said once that you called Red. You called Red once. I was lying. You were not. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm a man. Oh, you're the, the man. man. I am the man. <laughs> God damn it. Do you want it. your Crocs? Oh, give me my Crocs, woman. <laughs> lick my Crocs. Kneel and lick my Crocs. Mm. No. Uh-huh. But, oh, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to give... Uh, no, look, hey, I... What I've just given you now is an exaggeration as to why it is hard for... And I can only speak for penis. Because <laughs> for I have your one. penis? I can only speak for my penis. There is... What is with that, that pre preordained societal <laughs> programming bullshit... There is a whole weakness issue that if I am not strong, then she will think I am weak and she will go fuck somebody else. There is a thing. That is a thing. So you mm-hmm. kind of play that image and you play the, yeah, I don't ever, I, I'm, a, I'm good. Oh, so she says she wants something really extreme, really extreme that I know that I'm like, You've never had that experience. (laughs) Don't know if I can do this. No, I'm speaking on behalf, and this is you guys know my personal experience. Um, And then all of a sudden, you're now faced with this whole thing, and maybe she's experienced, maybe she's just super curious, but she won't let it go, and she really wants this heavy thing, and you don't want to feel like somehow that makes you weak by not saying yes. So you kind of commit to something. That you should just be man enough to say, I don't really feel qualified to do that. I don't really feel comfortable enough to do that. I really don't feel that that is my genre. The risk is, and in your head, you play and you spin and you spin and you spin. I'm sure female dominance go through this just as much as male dominance. That if I don't step up, then somehow you hear the voices of all these imaginary dominants saying... Oh, you're weak. I'm true sadist. You know, you're not a real sadist. You're, you know, and and so that kind of pressures you to just be like, all right, okay, I'll 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 do the thing that I don't really feel emotionally prepared for. That's the feeling, right? I think that because uh, the uh, the way we see submissives actually saying the word red, it paints this picture that dominance would somehow do the same thing. When generally speaking, when a dominant calls red it's normally in their head exactly they don't actually call out red they'll just say well let, we got to stop here or uh, we need to take a break or we need to talk because this scene has just slipped sideways or something or you go you know what i've, I've reached the point we are done with this scene yeah yeah you don't even have to explain it you no. can just be like this is good it's a tease to quote to quote miss d when, when, when you're fucking tired yeah when, oh wait did when she is, tell you that <laughs> oh yeah no was that the, was my first lesson from miss d story i love that story when i first came into life so i think i've told it on the show before and fucking gravel tits is sitting there and and uh <sighs> and i'm like you know new and i'm like hey miss d you know like uh when do you you know end a scene and she's just like when you're fucking tired you're the top <laughs> aren't you and I was like, oh, <laughs> touche. <laughs> I make gravel tits fucking rocks again. Well, I mean, I like there are certain things that I won't do. Like, uh, I, I generally say I'm willing to take responsibility for physical scars or 
but emotional scars I'm not. So there are a lot of people who are really into humiliation. I won't do it. But has there ever been in, have you ever been in the middle of a scene and it's going somewhere and you just don't want to go there or you find yourself in the middle of doing something you don't want to do and you pull back? Yeah, because I'll go, no, you know, like someone wanted me to beat them literally black and blue. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. I'm finally like, you know what? This isn't for me. This is not where I want to go with this. Yeah. Um, or to be honest, in DS relationships, same thing. I mean, I thought I was more prepared to take on a, a top role with somebody, and this was a couple of years ago, and I realized I was not emotionally prepared <laughs> to take that on, and uh, I ended up having to kind of bail. So, damn, it's not just during play. I, I did. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You. Did it kill you? To be honest. No, it was it was one of those things where I realized this is I'm not prepared for this. I'm not. Did it make you stronger eventually? I think so. Because I mean, you're honest with yourself. Well, I think it was one of those. I now know my limitations. <laughs> Very good. Because that's what I find. The more the more honest I am, the more I, I may feel embarrassed. I may feel not you know like the super badass, which has been an insecurity of mine since I was a kid. Um, but I get stronger. Every time I say no, every time I actually look someone in the eye and say, that's not going to be me, I actually feel like I've taken care of myself more. So I can totally see that. I've struggled with it in my own head in the middle of a scene. But I find that that's actually very true. I find that as time goes by and I assert myself more, I get stronger and more able to do it. That also makes you a stronger top. It, yeah, and it makes you a stronger person. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, it'd be great. We really do need a goddamn fucking submissive on this show every now and again (laughs) (laughs) because it'd be nice to hear the opinions from the submissives does that make you i mean is it the opposite does it make the submissive actually feel which in my experiences when i am confident even when i say no and i give the reason i don't feel good about doing that i feel like i get actually i mean obviously greedy people who are greedy they're whatever they're gonna say fuck you and go off but some people are like, wow, I really respect the fact that you have your own boundaries. Also, I'm, I stand by Ms. D's stance on this. You're the fucking top. You know, it's a negotiation. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just leave, like, yeah. I mean, just like bottoms have the right to say, no, that's not what I want. Every top has the ability to say and should say, especially since you are taking control of the scene and you are not feeling confident you are not capable of doing what you're saying you can. And that makes you an unsafe player. Know your fucking limits as a top. You tell them, Abyss. Get them, right. fuckers. I'd like to know what's happening in the chat room. Chatty, chatty, chat, chat. Unger. Ungi. What? Oh. Man, can you just just calm your tits a little bit? <laughs> okay. Because thank you. Thank you. Anything happening, Unger? What's going no. on in the chat room? Mostly everyone is being quiet. Oh. oh. Really? Oh. And I was having issues with the chat, so I kept dropping in and out of it. But I fixed it, and I figured out how to do that. Good. But but, but besides that, it's mostly me and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Princess chimed in a bit ago, asking about what an unconference was, because I mentioned that. Did you um, ask her if they're coming out or what? I, not, not yet. Oh, now Sinful says something. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It, I had to I had to bait her to to, to ask, say something. Ask sinful uh, if she's any closer on anal. Okay. Yeah. Just say uh, any closer on thinking about that. Sure. All right. Good. I'll ask her. But yeah, I debate her with magic show. You you bait her with magic shows. Magic shell. 
Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's how I got that. her to talk. All right. Good uh, job. Uh, Magic uh, shell on Unger's balls. Get her going. Oh. With anal. Thanks, Yikes. Unger. All right. Yeah. So, uh. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's really important that we remind you that none of us here are therapists. Especially Boogie. I am a Boogie therapist. is not a therapist. I'm a therapist. Not a therapist. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask me a question. Ask me. How does one, that show your qualifications as a therapist? Really? Because I'm going to unpack your box. You stay away from my box. I'm going to unpack your box and All then right. repack it. So if you need therapy for real, please fucking get it. Don't go to Boogie. I feel like his exact answer there with the unpacking and then packing it is a perfect example of why you're <laughs> no, exactly. Okay, just because I'm discount. <laughs> oh, discount Just because therapy. I take food stamps doesn't mean that I'm not a real therapist. All right, we had uh, something from Subtle Moments who wrote to us and asked, how would you guide or control play when your friends have an interest yet won't play without drinking first? I'm trying to promote drink and drug-free play, yet it seems old habits die hard. To date, I have flatly refused involvement yet don't want them to harm themselves. Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, they just did the right thing. They said, like, hey, those are your limits, like... And yet these are friends who don't seem to know better. And you know eventually they are going to fuck up bad. So the, the the issue here is that this is a person who says, I can't play without drinking. Friends who don't want to play without drinking. Yeah, that's then called an play. alcoholic, actually. Yeah. Then don't play. <laughs> that's, that's really, yeah. if you want to play with I a think, drunk, play with a drunk. But. I think the dilemma here is that Subtle Moments is saying they're also friends of mine. And I don't know how far, you know, then it's, I, it's very easy to walk away from someone you don't care about. Sure. Well, then I would encourage them, uh, subtle moments, um, not to basically what they said, like, hey, these are the risks of playing while intoxicated. If you are willing to take these risks, then go ahead. It is your life choices, but I don't support you in them. No. Why? No. Why? No, I'm just saying I don't support. (laughs) I don't support it either. Now, oh, it depends. now once again, being you know, being the the sober addict, um, obviously, if people want to play high, they they can play high. It depends on what you're going to do. If you're going to drunken fuck, drunken and fucking is fucking wonderful. Wee, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. Drunken and getting you know, fucking and getting high is fun. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not. I'm not going to pretend it's not. But if you're going to do edgy, if you're going to do knife play and you're fucking loaded, then you're an idiot. Period. If you're going to do uh, a lot of types of play, a fire play, those types of things, and you're wasted, then then bad idea. Bondage, really, like serious bondage. Yeah, is really, really bad idea. No. It's just a matter of time. The statistics are very clear that that that's going to harm you eventually. Is Mark at the door? Did she lock herself out? No. Oh, okay, come in. <laughs> so you just been going in and out. Were you? In Demi- the- you know what? Chica pouty face. She's just coming in and out and in and out. She has the right to do in, that. In and out. I don't know. I think discipline. Turn it. Go. Go to abyss. Abyss. Put that up there. Put that down. <laughs> Pull down your pants. Go over to abyss. Aww. Three swats. She's like not in a good. Position. Put get in a good position. Did you not? <laughs> get her again. <laughs> No, that's not harming her at all. <laughs> Good. Go back to your spot. Right. So cute. Did you just talk shit? <laughs> Did you just say right. sure showed me? 
Okay. Cane. <laughs> oh, did you just threaten her with a cane? I did, didn't I? That was yeah. no acrylic cane. Oh, that's a yeah, rod. Mrah. That's, that's a, a rod. rod by rain. What? Yeah, that's Plug. a rod. Rod by rain. Plug for my friend. <laughs> yes, that is a yes. Rod by rain. Fine. Rod by rain. And the green one, not even the blue one. Yeah, oh. yeah, you mer walk in and out. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I actually was thinking to myself in answer to this, you know, it might be good to compile a list of stories and that even listen to the show. Yeah, but I actually did that to a friend once. I, I sent them something that, and it wasn't about drinking or, or doing drugs and planning. It was about something that was very edge plane. And I, I didn't feel that they were doing it right or that they were not being careful at all. And I sent them something from Jay Weissman, which I thought would have been perfect. Right. Uh, this person did not. And this is someone I care a lot about. They didn't want to hear anything about it. And they thought that I was being mm-hmm. kind of prudish. And as much as I cared about that person, there's only there's a limit to what you can do. You, right. can, you can only hand them so much information. At yeah. the end of the day, guys, as much as I hate to say it, and you, you have to let adults be adults. And you have to protect yourself. That's why you don't play with them when yeah. you're being retarded. And, and you can tell your friends, because first off, as somebody who comes from the drug and alcohol background, if you say I can't do something every time, because I can understand, like, hey, I like getting drunk every now and again when I play. I can understand that, but if you're like, I cannot play without getting drunk... There's a problem there. Then you should not be playing. There should, there's <laughs> a fucking problem there. There is a problem that is much deeper than the type of play you are. If you can't function in society without having to get drunk, you might have uh, some I other issues. Problems. A, little just, a little drunky drunky. A little drunky drunky. A little uh, righteous accusation on Boogie's part. You're a drunk. A Fuck pitch. off. Oh, well, I hope that helps subtle moments. <sighs> <sighs> That's, that is that. What? No, no. What? Oh, look, look. Hey, come on in. Hello, my perverted podcast sluts and friends. I just got back from the Rio Olympics, and oh my fucking Jesus, baby bacon Christ is my pussy sore. Oh my God, Lois went to the Olympics. Isn't that awesome? That's that's amazing. Like, but like, how would you fuck it? Did you fuck athletes or what? Hello, my. Those athletes are so repressed, they'll fuck anything. I got passed around like free rice at a refugee camp. I fucked gymnasts, coaches, politicians, and tennis players. I let Michael Phelps piss in my mouth while the archery team pulled a train on my digital asshole. It was wonderful. Well, that, that, that's awesome. I, but why would you still be... The Olympics are still going on, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Lois, why are you here? I didn't get to stay the whole time because I got kidnapped. I was in a dirty alley in the Olympic Village, letting a Russian weightlifter teabag his mighty balls in my mouth through his iPad. And two thugs on a motorcycle pulled up, grabbed the device, and drove away before my steroid-pumping Hercules could save me. Next thing you know, I'm downloading bestiality porn in a large smelly cardboard box with five guys on crack jerking off on my screen. It was totally hot, until the police came and started shooting the horny crackheads. After they killed everybody, I told them I didn't need rescuing. But they took me back to the station and I gave them all rim jobs that for some reason tasted like cherry ice cream. Then they put me on a plane home and now I need a break from fucking. For at least a couple of hours. At least. Abyss, as soon as this latest round of STD tests comes back, I'll be ready to bury my face in your glorious meat taco. 
Are you down? <laughs> I, I, I don't even have words of what I just heard. I don't. What did I just listen to? I, what was that? Lois wants to put her face on your glorious meat taco. I wasn't aware I had a glorious meat taco. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Lois, do you want to fuck Lois? Uh, no, I'm good, but thank you. God. Whatever, you are just jelly. No sweat off my under boob. I fucked the Olympics. Goodbye. It's Lois. I wish the listeners could watch my face and Abyss's face while we're listening to this. Lois, are no words. She went to the Olympics. I mean, look, she got laid. You guys usually repress her, and she went to the Olympics, and she—that was she definitely got cultured. She cultured. she got cultured. She needs no. The cultures. culturing came yeah. after the Olympics when uh. she had to go get her STD tests. Oh, oh! oh. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please tip Lois on your way out. Oh. Did you get the reference that she? I think I know what she said. Remember, she rimmed the cops and they tasted like I cherry ice cream. No cherry ice cream. No Rio. No cherry ice cream. No. I don't know what you're talking Rio? about. Rio. No. Her name is Rio, and she dances on the sand. Yeah, go on, girl. <laughs> Just like that river drifting through cherry ice cream smiles. I don't remember. I suppose that. it's very nice. Yeah. I'm losing, losing, losing so. The views of Boogie do not necessarily <laughs> reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. God damn it. <laughs> Do, perver- do perverted mailbox. <laughs> I have to get a jingle. I love that I little like that clink. Part. Does he actually own one of those? A Zill? Yeah. Yes. Or did he download it? Well, you okay. own a Zill, don't you? All right. Well, if you will recall, Sapphire was someone that we did uh, a post about. I forgot what it was, and and a lot of times <laughs> I feel like we were not I don't prepared. Know. Oh wait, we're doing this? Yeah. I don't know. No, let's let's do polysanity. What? 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 I'm doing it right now. Never. All right, oh, fine. Did he just pout? You yeah, seriously? Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But he's pouting. Literally is pouting. Not pouting. You are pouting. <laughs> I'm not. This is stupid. It's totally stupid. Oh my god. All right, just tell me what to do here. Okay. Do your, do your thing. You did the jingle. All right. So Sapphire and I were discussing, you may not know this, but a lot of times when I email uh, these people for get permission for FetLife stuff, sometimes we talk a little bit afterwards <laughs> and they tell me how they like the show. So I asked her how she liked it. And uh, this was, <laughs> oh, no. and I got her permission for this, but it's just fucking hilarious. She says, very interesting. I don't know if you feel this way, but the man seems to talk way more than the women. (laughs) Almost Koran style, uh, i.e. a man is worth two women. (laughs) Personally, I don't think his opinions are any more interesting than the women's, so I'd like to hear a proportional amount from them. But very entertaining regardless. Uh, The man is not pleased. Well, the man doesn't shut up. The man really doesn't shut up. (laughs) Okay, look. Wait. Ungar, just back me up, bro. (laughs) Call him the man. They're talking about alcohol in the the (laughs) chat, so. God damn it. I can't really back you up or discuss it with you. Damn it. (laughs) On my own. That was a bus. That was a bus. That was her honest opinion. (laughs) Hey, yay. You know what? She is. Our our listeners are welcome to share their opinions with us. Hey, you know what? This this isn't called. Hey, man. You're talking too much. Shut up. (laughs) 
Shut up, Mark! Shut up! Look, this is called a talk show. It's not called a fucking listen show. I want another jingle called The Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is there. Whatever. Right. You know, hey, hey, So that's why you were pouting. I talk yeah. because I love. Is that it? That's I it. talk because I love. Look, okay, I admit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, let's listen to fucking an hour and 15 minutes of you snorting snot. Don't be butthurt. I'm not butthurt. Look, the man. Look, <laughs> shut just up. Go on. <laughs> shut you know up. what? Thank you so much for your input. I you know. are valued. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I am not Karan style. Yes, wow. Is that like a new dance also, or something? I'd like to point out, like, I was trying to talk earlier and just kept bulldozing over every time I tried to jump in. <laughs> I'm manic! <laughs> My brain goes 8,000 Man, miles an hour. Manic. 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 Mm. <laughs> mm, shut up, Mark! Green acrylic rod by rain <laughs> on your cooter and your pooter. But make sure you separate them. What's true? Yeah, not, not pooter to cooter. Not pooter to cooter. Hey, Gene. Holly is great. Holly is hard. Holly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Holly sanity. <laughs> Thanks, the man, for that jingle. Bully, 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 He's still bully. pouting. Yeah, you know. Well. All right. So this one was actually sent to us by Mark. Our own, our own mom oh, found this. It? Yes. Oh. She found this website called unicornsrs.com. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so for any of the listeners who don't know what a unicorn is, basically it, w- within the BDSM or kink community, it can mean anything that someone is always looking for but never can find. Within the poly community, it means uh, a beautiful, single, polyamorous woman willing to be sexually and romantically involved equally with both members of a couple in a closed relationship. The unicorn is expected to be with both of them and will not be allowed to have any other partners. So that's generally speaking what what is referred to as a unicorn in the poly community. Hmm. Well, you got a frowny face. Well, that's not how I had recognized it as. How did you recognize it well, as? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak. Yeah, watch it, the man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had always um, thought the unicorn was just a bisexual female that, didn't, uh, that was willing to play with both partners but didn't... Um, present a uh, threat to the originally established uh, couple. That's part of it. Yeah. In fact, the article that Mark sent me is called The Hunt for the Hot Bi Babe. Hmm. Nice. By uh, David Noble, who writes... um, He's writing something. Let me give you a little backstory. What happened was is that somebody... A couple had emailed him and told them of his ex- their experience. This couple was new to Polly. They were very excited. They go on some website and they start posting uh, what it is that they want. That I w- we would like this and this and we're all excited and everything is good. And everybody in this group just jumped on them and the vile stuff that was said about them because how dare you, you unicorn hunter, and just the vitriol that came through. And they were really confused. So they wrote to this guy, and David Noble was explaining to them why it was that uh, people don't like unicorn hunters. So here's what he says. The reason that people sometimes hate unicorn hunters is because they are almost always constructing a very small box for someone, telling them to be happy to crawl inside of it, sit still, be obedient. It's a very specific picture of a very specific person who has more to offer than either of you. 
How are you going to find this exact person you have constructed like some Frankenstein's monster, this super person? What makes you think that someone with all that going on in their life is likely to say, hmm, your highly restrictive model of a relationship wherein (laughs) I am inherently and persistently disadvantaged sounds good. Sign me up. They most likely won't. Wow, wow, wow. Says the unicorn hunter. Wow, wow. Look, the man. Wow, wow. You're a unicorn hunter. No one's going to want if you're brutally honest and upfront with people. They're not going to want what you want. You're just a bad person. Go fuck your dead mother, you pieces of shit. I am so fucking sick of hearing this shit. I'm serious. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Wow. Is that it wow. No, 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 oh. no. That's you. <laughs> no, like, it's just, I'm, s- I, look, I have a very low tolerance right now for emo butthurt whiners. Just a low fucking tolerance. If you are honest, this, because I've heard this shit, people say this because I, I have no problem establishing a relationship with someone, telling them what I want and what I desire, and allowing them as an adult to decide if they're interested in that without a judgment or a shaming reflection on me because our tolerant fucking lifestyle all of a sudden becomes very not tolerant. And I'm just sick of it. It's fucking bullshit. If I establish with, uh, as a unicorn hunter, if that's my new title now, I have relationships with women and then we bring in other women who maybe are going to school who are maybe in transition from another relationship and they're not interested in going and playing a lot. People who are new that just, they don't, they're not poly players. They literally just want, they enjoy women and, or they're curious about women and they enjoy certain men. And they're like, look, I just want, I I don't want to go around. I just want to have these BDSM experiences. I want to explore these things, but I want to feel safe that I have two people that I can trust, a man and a woman that I can, can explore these things with and i'm not looking for all of these things so for those types of people and we play with a lot of them they are completely okay with being this in this box that i've supposedly created and put them in because it's their choice i have just said this is what i am offering this is what i am interested in and this is what i am not interested in and if they're good with that, we have disclosed, we have been up front. And anyone who is outside of my relationships that doesn't like it, please fucking kill yourself. Just just go right now and grab a fucking toothbrush and sharpen it on the sidewalk and jab it in your wrist. Wow, you had a little, little aggression towards this one. Huh? This has been eight years. Noticing. <laughs> I've been waiting for this, this rant for eight hey. years. Hey, buddy. Hey. Sorry. Hey, buddy. Manic. Hey, pal. What? How you doing over there? Fuck him. Hi. Fuck them. Hey, Jelly fucking pieces of hey, shit that can't mister. go and get a check for themselves. Hey. Oh. What? Hey. hey, buddy. What? How you doing? I'm a little man. Hi. Hi. I'm okay. the man. Allow me to just say. <laughs> Your feelings are valid. Yes. <laughs> it's. Not, I will say that this post was very long. This is the, the only thing they were talking about. What he is talking about is he's targeting a very specific person or persons they're not like you you know that i fall right into because no, i, no, I no, have no, women no, no, that no. i'm like i, I don't want to play with you disagree if you want to play with other men there is an element missing in what you do that m- the people he's referring to have and that is ignorance because they don't know going in what they're doing 
They go in with this entitlement thinking, well, this is what I want. Why shouldn't I have it? And they have no idea what they're doing to the other person. He actually is talking about a very the reason that people like that and unfairly are hated and all that shit is thrown on them is because there are a lot of people who are ignorant to what it is that you are doing. That is not you. I mean, there is well, a- it may not be me, but I'm getting lumped into it all that's the time. That's true, and that well, sucks. So for this you, guy may that- this guy may know the difference, but the shit that I hear in the back talking, it's like that, fuck guys, you. That, and I say that all its people are like, you get all the chicks. What are they fucking? Are they possessions? Maybe I maybe I get to play with people because I actually treat them like a fucking human. Well, I think the other difference too is there is absolutely nothing wrong with having your laundry list. That's why it's called a unicorn. If the unicorn are rare, they are supposed to be mythological creatures that don't exist. They're not that rare. You, you know what, mister? I was supportive and nice when you were having your fit. Let me have my shit, okay? <laughs> your fit. Thank you. <laughs> so, with a lot of these people, um, if you put your exact laundry list out and someone who happens to fit that laundry list says, you know what? This is exactly the situation I'm looking for. Then, yes. You are welcome to put whatever the fuck. I could put a, a, a ad out there that says I am looking for a six foot eight tall uh, Brazilian woman <laughs> who will only massage my feet on Tuesdays and serve me tea every Friday at 4 p.m. And if I find that one person who fits that exact laundry list, there's nothing wrong with putting your requests out into the universe. There is nothing wrong saying this is what I am looking for. And all the people who go and get pissy about someone who knows what they want. Really, I I do have to agree with Boogie can kind of go fuck themselves. It's none of their goddamn business. In principle, I 100% agree with you. There is a phenomenon that is actually out there so much so that a term was coined for it and so many people have encountered it that there is an automatic as unfair as it is reaction to what that happens so there are a lot of people that out there who feel entitled couples who feel entitled who are ignorant of the consequences of what of what they're doing in in which they are constructing in their mind this little box that this person has to fit into and i know some of them and so i can understand that prejudice against them when when and and so unfortunately for this couple they unwittingly post something on some group somewhere and they get attacked by all these people and they had no clue what was going on what is mostly annoying to me is not i mean i have tons of people that hate me that's that's part of being count boogie i enjoy it but what is really shitty and i have seen this many times is the butthurt cunt faces go to the frail innocent uh, you know, women who are more educated than me that have, you know that are smarter than me, but they go to them and they say, "No, you you're making a bad choice for yourself." In by reference doing, to you, not necessarily oh. to me. I've heard tons of stories of people like who are in the situation I said where they're like they're not looking to play with a lot of people. They just want to find a couple that they enjoy, and and people like literally are going, "No, you don't understand. You're being put in a box. You're you know you're not being whatever." And it usually comes down to somebody going, "You should fuck me," you know. No, I, I I don't think I've ever encountered that. Maybe I've heard, well, I'm the dude. So I, I talk to You're the literally, man. I, I'm the man. I talk to hundreds of, of I mean, people as a year. someone who was in that situation, I have never had anyone come up to me and say, You're making the wrong decision. Yeah. So but you know, I've heard the stories. our personal experience. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, mean it doesn't mean that it's an absolute, but I, I can yeah. definitely say it's 
I understand that people are, and I used to be this way, and maybe that's why I'm so resentful because it's something that when I really took a look at who I was, that it's really misogyny, that we have to protect these poor, dumb women, that they can't make choices for themselves, they're adults. And I'm not talking about the protection we give to everyone that comes in who is ignorant of how we do things. Everyone, male, female, doesn't matter. Everyone deserves a certain level of protection because they're ignorant. But in in particular, women are singled out as needing our protection so bad that they can't actually make decisions for themselves. And this type of situation I've seen over and over and over. But I mean, I guess the difference would be an educated decision versus a uneducated decision. Sure. I'll give you that. So. Well, I had no idea that this was going to be such a volatile subject. Kill yourself. Well, you know, I, you know, don't, don't. Oh, man. I'm just kind of anti-population you right are now. Right yeah, now, little, yeah. Little, little I see your point, but it is being angry. Yes, very yeah. angry. Maybe man. I'm not. I'm just you know. The man is angry. Yeah. I'm not really angry. I'm just you know, kind of you know. You get all the chicks anyway, so just yeah, so I don't get all the chicks. You get Jesus. a lot of chicks. No, I don't. <laughs> I interact with a lot of people. There is a huge difference <laughs> from being somebody that collects people wow, like things. That was, that, was the, that was sarcasm, Captain. Wow. Fucking like take everything. I'm and saying just, one thing. I think you're hearing another. All saying, I said was you get a lot of. I'm chicks. defensive. At any you other are. time, you would totally you agree need, with me. I'm just defensive. I do. Pl- I do play with do people. What? I'm defensive. I talk too much. <laughs> yes, you do. She had to make a moopoo. I talk. I <laughs> no. I don't have to make a moopoo. How'd he, you go? He had to make a moopoo when I was talking. Look, to him. I'm doing this without meds. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you all to know this. For the last four years, I've gone through some crazy fucking shit, and I don't take meds. So obviously, hey, sometimes hey, I'm a little, hey, you know, hey, what? Hey. What? You're okay. Thank you, Jesus. We love um, you, Boogie. Do I look what? like fucking Jesus? You look like hot Jesus. I'd believe in you. Let's do some trust exercises. Let's not. Okay. (laughs) Should I fall? Should I get up and fall? Please fall down. No! No! God, he just, he literally got up and now he's kind of humping her, actually. (laughs) This is where the show is going. This is what happens. His penis touched my leg! Wow. Just because it's Uh, bulbous. Actually, that wasn't my penis. I forget what that feels like. That was my balls. I will take that with me forever. When it gets hot, they actually hang longer oh, than my... Oh, please That's stop. That's why you wear underwear. I am wearing underwear. They're just not very tight underwear. Lord, kill me now, please. They're just... Whatever. I can fuck them on an island. I can fuck them on a cloud. I may never get to fuck a celebrity. But in my mind, I can fuck them now. I liked it, Mitten. <laughs> I didn't know. Kathy's, I felt the balls. still tra- traumatized. I'm traumatized. You're the one that wanted to trust exercise. I wanted to trust you with my balls. I didn't no. want you to fall on me. I mean, that's not a trust. That's I mean, you know, what better trust can I give to a friend unless I put my balls on her leg? I put my cock on your elbow. Oh, that's right. You wow, did. this is okay. This I is know, where this is. Do you ever hear? Do you remember I, that? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Just, I didn't that was look. a great I just story. Felt it. Um, he could have put silly putty on my arm for all I know. I don't know. even know what brought that about. It was I'm like she was in the was office you. and she's I'm like, you want me to put my junk on here? She's like, yeah, go ahead. And she's like typing away. And I just took my junk out and went. Oh, and it just, she's you. like, oh my God. Stop typing. <laughs> She just types. <laughs> find a happy place. I need an adult. It's okay. Go, go to Kathy's happy place. Type, 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 type. So celebrity masturbation, huh? Yeah, Boogie, you go first. Okay. I'm going to go first. <laughs> My celebrity was Kathy. Hey! 
And there we were in the office. But I was being really nice to you. And I just... Uh, <laughs> I took all the manic phone calls, you know. I did, you did. I'm and I just shut you out if you continue with this <laughs> fantasy. Well, I, I didn't do it. Good. So I just wanted to make one up. No. I, will, <laughs> no. I, thought, we, I thought we agreed we weren't doing that. What? Make, no, make shit up. No, no, no. I'm not making shit up. I actually... I'm going to be honest. Yesterday, um, I knew... I had some things. I have one that Mark gave me the idea for, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's got to be special. <laughs> so I didn't have time to do the production for it to be special this month, so I'll do it next month um, because it'll be current until November. Um, so I just – I I was manic. I'm telling you, I'm not, not in a good place. And I just uh, – so I said I don't really feel like making up jerk-off fantasies. Hmm. I hear you. Plus, we forgot to ask the the chat room last week, which I rely on because I can. I can make my own decisions. Damn it! (laughs) Next time, I'm just going to ask for myself because you guys seem much better at this than I am. What are you talking about? You're the one that two months in a row you've been like bam bam. No, but I can't come up with the names. That's why I like the chat room to come up with the names. But you came up with a name this time. I didn't. Creative Explorer gave it to me. Oh really? (laughs) Give me somebody, anybody. What'd you do? I picked uh, Jean Reno. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is the guy, the French guy who was in The Professional. Oh, yeah. Love that movie so much. I'm Googling him. Are you? He was in Da Vinci Code. He played the the cop. You didn't see The Professional? It was like the daddy little girl movie. Oh. Where he was the assassin. Princess Leia's mom. Okay. 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 When she was little. Princess Leia's mom? Yeah, no. No, but actually now I... Okay. Yeah. What is who is Princess Leia's mom? What's uh, the actress? Carrie. F- what? Wait, hang on, hang on. What? What? Yes, Kathy's right. Um, what's, her um, what's her name? Played later played Princess Leia's mom. Yeah. I don't oh, you mean Princess Leia's mom in what? What in Star in the fir- in the in the prequel trilogy that everyone hates? With that, that everybody. I am so. Can you please go go to yes. your French guy? Okay, so I him good. I actually took a page out of Abyss's book and I oh. I just. Did the whole movie <laughs> I mean I used the character he was In the movie because he's such a hard ass And at the same time he's a- So basically it was me uh, Taking the role of the girl But sh- not that young yeah. 16 year old me yeah, I was like, <laughs> Sure Hey, I'm not going to shy away from that I've had fantasies where I'm a lot younger than that And I'm not going to let you shut me down The man You're not <laughs> shutting me down my fantasies are all over the fucking place. I'm not going to be embarrassed about them. So, Bravo. Thank you very much. I was 16 in this one. <laughs> Still underage. So it was basically the movie where uh, he kind of collects me because he's, I don't know, he's a hitman. In the movie, he's he kills, what, her parents or her family or someone Come she on. knows. And so he ends up saddled with this kid that he doesn't know what to do with. But it's me and I'm a hot 16 year old and uh, there was a whole backstory I lie in bed for like half an hour coming up with this fucking backstory oh, which I absolutely need before I know I'm ridiculous look at my <laughs> hey, so, what, that you have foreplay <laughs> what a shock backstory equals foreplay yeah, yeah why not it's my, good. It's my foreplay it's yeah. good so tell us about so it. it was good it wasn't anything I didn't come okay huh. I did come but I had to insert another fantasy to finish hmm. But it was good. It was nice because he doesn't represent the type of person that is usually in my fantasies. But I was able to get um, aroused, which was our goal, is to at least do something different. Um, It was cool. It was like he's that stoic kind of personality, the same character he had in the movie where like he's got that facial expression and he never changes because (laughs) he's this hard ass 
assassin and Are but you I'm turned on right yes now? I kind of am <laughs> why is your teacup grinding closer <laughs> and closer to your Kathy place well, what I didn't think you'd notice that <laughs> I was like, look away Whoa. you have your time it was cool it was nice oh I'm glad how about you abyss well um I went with Travis from L he is uh he plays Ragnar Lothbrook well, I don't even know I who that blah, is. Blah, blah, blah. It's from the TV show Vikings. Oh. And you <gasps> the Vikings. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, holy fuck. Oh. Yeah, he is He is a very, very uh, attractive fella. Mm-hmm. Um, he also played uh, in the new World of Warcraft movie that came out. He was the There's a character. World of Warcraft movie? Yes. What? <laughs> Unger just looked at you like, what? How can you not know? I that? feel. I feel like my job in most of these what? conversations is to bring in like what? The pretty people. much. How can you not yeah. get away from the advertising for it? He doesn't I, leave. I don't here. watch TV. It wasn't on television. It was everywhere. I don't. He doesn't I don't leave here. Watch. Had candy in the grocery store. <laughs> I don't go to groceries. I go to Viartha. I don't. They don't. Uh, but go Viking. <laughs> anyway, um. So basically, we're in an epic battle because everyone knows my bloodlust and love for killing and beating things up in my everyone does off know time. That. Mm-hmm. So um, we uh, were fighting for the homeland and so forth, and uh, we come back to after our pillaging and ra- raiding. Uh, we come back covered in blood, just like meow, like maybe a little more aggressively. Did than you make that, that noise? <laughs> <laughs> Did you go Viking? Meow. <laughs> 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 No, but he's a very, very sexy, sexy individual, and uh, it was it was hot. It was very uh, like throw up against a wall kind of like, rare, mm. <laughs> and and uh, it was it was it was good. <laughs> yes, it was a nice, a nice time. Did you finish? I did. <laughs> Yay! So, hooray! Yay! <sighs> Everyone, take a deep breath in. I can't. <laughs> that was a dick Poor move on my part, wasn't it? Was. Okay, Kathy, you take a deep breath in. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold. Th- threshold. Threshold. <laughs> with <laughs> what is what was the guy's name? Uh, Fennel. With uh, Fernaldehyde. What? Uh, Travis Fermel. Formaldehyde. No, it's F I M M E L. Formaldehyde. I gotta make fun of him. He's a dude, and she was hot for him. What? That's what I gotta do. Do you, do you feel better? Uh, yeah, formaldehyde. Yeah, I guess it's okay if you like Vikings oh with ball sweat. Please go on, Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record next to. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody here to Unger and the people in the chat room. Woo! Woo! And to Mark for getting us tea. Woo! And to Boogie and... Uh, oh, wow. He went back to power. To the man. <laughs> Abyss and Kathy. Yay! <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, Kathy, close the show. Oh, Oh, don't wow. be butthurt. I just don't want to talk too much. Well, too late. Go ahead, the man. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I, I have no apologies. I you have no apologies to make. I have no apologies. I, I can just hear that you see the emails now. Boogie was a little aggressive. A little aggro. You know what? That's okay. Just be yourself. And you know what? If, if you're having bad days, we all have bad days and sometimes bad months. 
and doesn't mean you can't be real and uh, apologize afterwards <laughs> if you have to or just say fuck off. I'm an Tune in next week for the apology. <laughs> Tune in. Right. Nah, whatever. Fuck them all. Yeah, whatever. You know what? To what just are you can doing? I just be really, oh. really honest? Oh, what? If it wasn't for this fucking show, oh. uh, I don't want to hear the rest of this. I'm just saying, if it wasn't for this show, I don't know how I'd be. So I'm very grateful for the chance to come on here and rant and and even have moments like this with you guys. Wow. So thank you very much. This is this is this is uh, definitely. Uh, a helpful thing for me. Thanks. We love you, Bucky. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Did you just <laughs> give yourself? Gave you yourself I gave you guys applause. Oh. I gave perverted <laughs> podcast <laughs> listeners applause. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, call me. Call me my name. The man. <laughs> oh. Uh, I drew a picture. The, you did draw a great picture. Did we put that picture up on? This is the like weirdest, most fucked up non-show ending we've ever had. It kind of is. Okay, everyone say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.